Will you join me in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we give you thanks as we come to your word today. May it bless and strengthen us. May it give us that hope in you, in your gospel. May we have that power to share with others the truth of your son, Jesus, and the forgiveness and love and grace he offers us daily. In your name we pray, amen. How many of you are tired today? Anybody tired? Excellent. Some of you put your hands up a little too fast, but that's fine. Um, I, I know in our world, in, in, in life, we can all be tired. I know I get tired all the time because I have three children. I didn't know when I signed up to be a parent that I really signed up to be a taxi service. Um, and I do that quite often. I think um, probably some of you as grandparents didn't know that that's part of your role too is, is taxi service. Right? You, we are busy all the time, whether it's sports or activities, students are tired. If you're a principal, Mr. Tushuti, in a local high school, you are tired all the time. It is a moment in our lives and we get, we get physically tired. I saw Pastor Kamala um, here last weekend and the thing that always amazes me when he shares a message is the amount of well, one, the amount of times he slaps the podium, but two, the amount of energy and passion the man has. He is the energizer bunny of preachers. It is just truly impressive to me. But I'm not that guy. I'll be honest with you. I'm tired. It has been a long month for me. It is Confirmation Sunday, and that's one of my responsibilities here, and, and I'm tired. And it's, it's a normal thing to be tired. There's days where... I'd like to hit the snooze button about 12 more times. This morning was one of those days. <laughs> Pastor Steve would not have appreciated if I had not kept hitting it, but I did get up this morning. But being physically tired is something we all deal with, and it's easy to understand. We, we know it because it's something that you can feel, you can see. It's, it's easy to know that you're having it. Paul, in his letter to Timothy today, he wrote a letter to his friend. Timothy was um, a pastor that, that Paul had known. He was a mentor of his. He was a mentee of Paul. And Paul was writing him a second letter to encourage him because he knew that being a follower of Jesus can be exhausting, can be tiring. So he wrote these words. He said, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Fan into flame. So my question for you today, are you tired? And I don't just mean physically, I mean spiritually. That's sometimes harder to understand or harder to know, but, but are you spiritually tired today? Are you come here on empty? Did you come here hurting? because you just don't have enough energy in your faith walk. How many of you have traveled recently, been to an airport, 
okay, in the last like two years. Okay, some of us have. All right, so airports to me, if you've been recently in the last, you know, two or three years, you'll notice something. There's these amazing places at every airport now that you will see large crowds gather. You will stand by people that you don't like. You'll stand by people that smell. You'll make small talk, even if you hate that, because you want to be close to this most important thing. Bev has a picture of it. It's the power outlet. Because when you walk around an airport and you're concerned about those amazing, wonderful things that some of you have in your pocket right now, and it runs out of power, it's terrifying. I want you to do something right now. I want, this is a little dangerous for a preacher to do, but if you have a cell phone with you, I'd like you to pull it out. Pull out your cell phone. I want you to look in the upper right corner. In everybody's upper right corner of their phone, most of them, I would say almost all of them, there's a little battery symbol. And I'm gonna ask for some audience participation. Are you ready? What level is your power at right now? You can shout it out. 56, 40, 96, 99. Boy, some of you are good. Mine's at like 64. And, and sometimes in our lives, that power level gets really low. In fact, if it gets low enough on my phone, you get this symbol. It looks like this. It's really empty. There's a little red dash there, and it kind of blinks at you. Like, that's the, that's the scary one. That's the one where the phone's going to die. My phone will actually tell me at what time it's going to stop working. And Power's a funny thing like that, right? In our phones, we, we pay attention to that. We look at that all the time. We want to know what percentage we're at. Because if it runs out, it's, it's terrifying. I know that that may not be the case in our, in our spiritual life, though. Because we, we often run and let that run down lower and lower and lower. Because we maybe don't notice. Maybe we don't care. Maybe we've gotten to that point. Maybe, maybe life has gotten so hard that we've forgotten how to plug in. Maybe, maybe we have forgotten the right things to plug into. Actually, at airports now, you can search this on YouTube. There's videos of people that take stickers that look like outlets and stick them on the walls, and then they video people as they try to plug in to the, you know, concrete wall and laugh at them. <laughs> but I'll be honest, I think we as Christians do that too. We plug into things that aren't the gospel. This, this Sunday is Reformation. This Sunday is, is a time when, when Luther we celebrate the moment when Luther started the Reformation by, by taking, you know, paper and wrote 95 things that he thought was wrong with the church and he nailed them to the door at Castle Wittenberg Church. And lots of us stand up here and go, that's what the Reformation was about. And I think if Luther was here, he would yell at every single one of us. Because the Reformation in the church is not about a slip of paper nailed to a door. 
but it's about a man who had nail marks in his hands and his feet nailed to a cross. Paul would write these words to them. He would say, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald, an apostle, and a teacher. That is why I'm suffering. Yet this is no cause for shame because I know whom I have believed and am convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. The gospel message is what we're called to connect to. It's what charges us as God's people. It's what fans into flame that gift of the Holy Spirit. This Sunday is also confirmation. We're going to have 24 young people in white robes stand here at the 11 o'clock service, and they're going to stand up and proclaim that they will be a follower of Jesus, even if it means their death. Today, my prayer for them is that they are so filled with God's spirit because of his grace that this is an exciting moment. I've been doing this for almost 15 years, and I have a binder with me. This is a binder of every student I've ever walked in confirmation with. Picture of every class. I gotta tell you, some of them are still connected. Some of them are Sunday school teachers and ushers and elders. A couple of them are proclaiming God's word today as pastors, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. One of them is a youth leader across the state where she sits with teenagers sharing God's grace. But there's also many in here who aren't connected, who don't, who don't know Jesus. As a, as a church worker, this is the most humbling thing I have in my office. Because some of them aren't connected anymore. And maybe, maybe that's you today. Maybe you walked in the doors here today and you are feeling completely unconnected. Maybe it's the first time in 10 years. Maybe it's the first time you've stopped to listen. Maybe it's the first time you didn't take a nap through the message. The promise of the gospel is for each and every one of us. God's promise for us is that when we know his love and grace and stay connected to it, we have an opportunity to be recharged. I have two things I want you to walk away with today. The first is this, that no matter what you do, from here to the end of your days, no matter how low your charge gets, because you just don't ever make it back in this building or in another church, 
or you've done something in your life that you think makes you unable to connect again, I promise you your charge is never so low that you can't receive his grace again. Your work is never so bad that God cannot forgive you and love you and care for you and lift you up and energize you. And for those of you here today who have heard that gospel message proclaimed to you and are feeling energized in that gospel, my call for you is to go and find those who are empty. To go find those who have nothing and share. Give them some of your battery. Bring them to the place where they can plug in and hear about Jesus. Help them to know of the gospel, of the promise of Jesus, the promise of his love and mercy that recharges us and gives us power to go. And don't ever stop. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the gift of your son, Jesus. You are the one that lifts us up. You are the one that gives us power. You are the one that protects us, as Paul says, and brings it to completion. May we, as your people, continue to fan into flame when we never grow tired of hearing your love and grace for us. May we know that we can never push ourselves away so far that you can't draw us back in. And Lord, may we as your energized people go from this place proclaiming the one who was nailed to the cross for all of us. In your name we pray. Amen.